This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Brennan likes this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. And he's back. Ladies and gentlemen, let's just start it off right now. Brandon, how are you doing? Hello, there. I am doing awesome. As... There we go. There we go. And he's back. And he's back. We apologize, Brandon, about cutting out of the second segment. Very upset. Very... You know what? I'm also upset about other things right now. Very depressed about that. No. I, I, uh, but I didn't even... I felt so awful that he got cut out. So did I. So did I. But I'm also mad about this. And we're. We, it, it's been so hard hiding this from you. Last week on the show, we mentioned that our buddy Rico was going to the TNA house event. I gave him my flip cam, and we got him to tape Brand. We got Velvet Sky to say Brandon likes fisting on camera. Are you kidding me? I swear yeah. to God, but this is what happened. I still have to see it. No, you can't see it. You want to know why? Because I get the camera back, and it's like Juan holding the camera, Rico, and then he goes, Excuse me, Velvet Sky, can you say Brandon likes fisting for our podcast? What? Cuts. Oh. oh. I was, and I, was so, I was so excited for this. I was, oh my God, Velvet Sky, we're, like, we're going to put this online. This is going to go sucks. viral. We're going to have Brandon likes fisting t-shirts. We're going to get her to wear one. It's going to be amazing. But no, Juan fails. Anyway. <laughs> that's what a Let's just get Trisha Takanawa. Asshole. Yeah, seriously. Absolutely. But honestly, welcome she to... She me anyway, so... She does. <laughs> welcome to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Because we're just, we're just three guys that just, like, watch wrestling. Shoot the shit. And shoot the shit, you know. You know, we have everyday life jobs. You know, Dave works at a pharmacy. You know, I weigh tables and I do a bunch of other things. And Brandon is a philanthropist. Yeah, he does. he does. Well, he does porn on the side. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a philanthropist, and he also, you know, gives us money to do the show every single week. So that's where, you know, my, my funds get the subsidized from. But thank you very much for listening. I'm, I hope you didn't turn it off and get so pissed off about the story about our buddy Rico. Yeah, turn us on. Yeah, turn Send us on. Turn me on, ladies. Turn me on. Your comments, your videos. Absolutely. But thank you very much for listening. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash out. Join the pro wrestling discussion there. You can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash out. No, there is no dash. No, there's no Markin dash. out. We live tweet, as we say, during Raw, sometimes during SmackDown. We tried during SmackDown. We tried during Impact. You know what? I tried. I really yeah. I, did. I wanted to try during Impact this week, but I was so exhausted and asleep. Um, we're going to tweet during the Super Bowl. You know, every time. Of course. What's the Super Bowl? The Super Bowl of wrestling is WrestleMania. And also, too, the biggest thing that you guys can do is go on iTunes and subscribe. <laughs> leave positive feedback. Everybody I know is subscribing. My mom, as I've said, subscribes. My dad subscribes. Rachel, my fiance's parents, I told them all about it. They just went on their iPhones and they subscribed. So if you're listening, guys, how's it doing? How's your vacation going? My parents don't even know what iTunes is. Yeah, right? Dave doesn't <laughs> even know what iTunes is. No. Um... <laughs> But, you know, yeah. we, we mentioned Velvet he Sky. Said, he said, here's a check. Here's a check. We mentioned Velvet Sky. We're going to get in Genesis in a minute. But as I always say, my name is Chris. Thank you very much. Yet again, subscribe on iTunes. Maybe I'm just going to put that through the show all day. I'm here with Dave. Dave, 
How are you doing today, sir? Let's get it straight. First of all, it's Dave, the rave that the ladies crave, and I'm doing great. There we go. Doesn't even have to say it for himself. Nothing. Brandon has been talking more <laughs> in this opening segment than we have ever let him. I have so much to fucking say. I don't want to do that. My bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm you should. Yeah, especially after uh, last week. Yeah, especially after last week. I know you're angry. I know you're mad. <laughs> but let's get into it. Let's get into the first pay per view of the professional wrestling year, and that being TNA Impact Wrestling Genesis. 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 You had your ups. You had your downs. One of the high spots for me for this entire event was the Monsters Ball match. That was a great. And I think this is maybe one of the most memorable Monsters Ball in recent memory. Bully Ray and Abyss, two guys that have their hardcore backgrounds. You know, Bully Ray being from the ECW arena, which we're going to talk ECW. about. We're going to talk about a little bit later in the show. And teeth. There you go. There you go. Enough said. He got his teeth kicked out by RVD. Yeah, there we go. He, um, you got to see the return of Janice, which was great. Yep. Bring that into the hardcore match. Um, I, the one sign that actually stuck out for me was the sign that said, I could even beat Scott Steiner. I think I might have pointed that yeah, out a couple you times while watching. That. I think anybody could beat Scott Steiner at these Absolutely. days. True. I don't even know if that guy can move out of his bed. Weakest hand grip I've ever shown. Yeah, yeah. Brandon said that his handshake's very, very weak. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, bit- you could judge a man up by his handshake alone. You sure can. He had Abyss getting the win, but Which is why you could tell David's a bitch. <laughs> oh, bam, roasted. Uh, you have the you have the cheese grater get involved, taking it right to Bully Ray's nuts. Right to the balls. Straight to the baby maker. Push him in the balls. There we go, and. You have uh, barbed wire, ta- uh, barbed wire tables, boards, yeah, everything, boards. tape, all that. Abyss got the win, yes, but this even continued backstage. So I know, Dave, Dave, you were saying last week, I want to see the end of this immortal feud, but I don't think this is ending anytime soon. You know what? I, I, I don't like immortal. I don't like that stable and whatever, but I do like Bully Ray and Abyss going at it because they are hardcore players, yeah. and they could always bring it to the table. So I would like to see them continue. You but- know what? I was, you know what? As much as I liked this match, you know, I, I was. Uh. It was good that they, and also too, they did a great thing. As you know, we mentioned early, we mentioned last week too about how they should have went right into an X division match after that terrible yeah, they bikini just, promo. Just, yeah. But they they start the show with the four corners X division match that they did. Austin Aries getting the win yet again. You know, good showing by everybody. They had a couple. Yep, everybody cool spots. had their spots. The tower, the reverse yeah, that, suplex like, tower um, doom. They had Azim uh, Ion do the four fifty. Then Aries look at him and say like, "I'm going to top you four fifty on his own." Yeah, it's good. But you know what? Now where does this leave the X division? If Austin Aries can beat three of these guys in a four corners match, what are they doing now? Maybe it's time. To- yeah, maybe God, God knows that they're out there. Amen. Amen. Um, you know, solid, solid card. You know, the finals to the wild card tag team tournament, we saw uh, Samoa Joe and Magnus win, but not yeah. win at Genesis. Matt Morgan and Crimson getting the win over them. Really, Unfortunately. I, you know what? I, I knew it was coming because there has to be something bigger to this, and we'll get into that when we start talking about yeah, impact. Like direct insurance commercials. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, that's, that's yeah. In, in itself. Uh, one big storyline that played in this was the Gunner RVD match. Yeah, Gunner. Gunner gets the win, and also RVD gets stretched out because he gets DDT'd on the outside. Thank you for finishing my sentence. Yeah, not a problem. DDT'd right you. on the outside. 
<laughs> it's true. So what does this take now for RVD? You know, we talked about, you know, him. How long does his contract have? Yeah. I mean, that's mainly the but big also, question. But also, too, is this punishment for those stories getting leaked out the week nah. before that he wants to go back to WWE? No, nah, I don't think that it's punishment or anything. I Honestly, I don't think that they have the balls to punish anybody in that company. Really? So, yeah. Okay. Dixie Carter doesn't know shit. Um, so I don't think that hey, they have Kevin the balls. Matthews. Yeah, right. I don't think that they have the balls to do that. So I think it's just a storyline to kind of fade him out. Okay. Or right. begin to. Okay. All right. And then, uh, you know, you had your knockouts title match. Vel- uh, you know, they were struggling to get Madison Rain in the cage to begin with, and Gail Kim wins over that with a DQ. Yep. You know, which which is I foreseeable. Mean, I mean, I was I was disappointed with this just for the fact that it's a DQ in a championship match. I didn't appreciate that. I would have liked to see a clean finish. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Kurt Angle, James Storm. Kurt Angle gets the win. So now they're kind of even in the series right now yep. with uh, Kurt Angle. But also, you know, using his heelish tactics and using the yeah, low doing blow. Yeah, low blow and the kick to the head. The kick to the head and getting the, getting the over there. It's weird seeing him finish matches with the low blow and then the kick to the head instead of the angle slam. Or the angle, angle lock. lock. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, everybody's using the angle lock and the angle slam these days. Yeah, so you know, like Kurt Angle rants about it on, the, on Twitter drunk all the time. Hey, man, brother. Hey. So then we have the main, which is the World Heavyweight Championship match between Jeff Hardy and Robert Roode. I think he was sober. He, he looked good. I have to admit. I mean, the face paint, the face paint, kind of played with the. Uh, Maybe he wasn't sober when he did the face painting, but <laughs> no, that actually played played off to the the promotional posters, which I thought was really good. Kind of yeah. ties everything together. But this ends with a kick to the balls. Uh, which, kick to the balls. Which then resulted and it was in such a, a poor kick to the like it was so set up. You see that like at that, well, at one point you see the referee just spreading in his legs and like oh, yeah. and, like in his little so- stance getting ready. And then every time uh Robert Roode moved Bobby Roode moved over, the ref would move over to get closer to him and just like he would still leave his legs spread wide open. You're like so, What yeah. are you waiting for? What's gonna happen? Yeah. It wasn't it was pretty obvious. It, yeah, it was. It was. So then you had another DQ finish, which I'm not. I'm all right. One on the card, fine. But two, come on. Let me. Okay, I have been holding this and I have been biting my tongue all week when you've been saying this and bad mouthing this. Yeah. But this is how you have. This is old school wrestling booking at its finest. What? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Hear me out. Or hear me out on this one. Hear me what? out on this one. I have been reading Road Warrior Annals book. Okay. And back when they, you know, when they were going into different territories, they would have they would win lose matches via DQ. So that way it just shows them that they're still strong because they're just beating the shit out of these guys. But also too, it's making your face win the match and still seem strong. If they had Robert Roode, but Mickey just, James didn't win. She's a face. I know, but it's still putting her over that you know the only way Gail Kim could win is to well you know role reversal as well. It, the only way that Gail Kim could win is to get James to get DQ'd because she was getting so fed up with all the drama that was going on with Madison Rain and Gail Kim. When it comes to your main event match, do you okay? What does this if you had a Jeff Hardy go in there and just beat Robert Roode? What does that say about their faith in Robert Roode? Apparently, he's supposed to be like the new coming, the new you know. Big. I I don't know what to say about Tanner because they have no faith. I feel like they have no faith in well, anybody. I know, but also too, what would you know? If they just let Jeff Hardy go in there, what does it say? Okay, they have no faith in him. That doesn't make. But you that, would you be surprised you, if they do that? Let me finish. Yeah. If they try to, if they put over Bobby Roode after you know Jeff Hardy is coming back and struggling and you know fighting his depths, and then Robert Roode just beats him cleanly, what does that say about Jeff Hardy? You know, you're not you're not making. Your- 
These two guys are going to be your, your big face and your big heel at, this, at the moment. You have to make both of them seem strong, and you have to make them come out of this pay-per-view keep seeming strong. Jeff Hardy gave everything that he, he could. He was, he was on the brink of beating Robert Roode, but Robert Roode knew, I can't, you know what, I'm, there's no way I can get out of this match without my title, without getting DQ'd. So it keeps him being strong, keeps him being a very monster, like, I don't want to say monster abyss heel, but it keeps him being a huge, huge heel, heel. Yeah. and then it keeps Jeff Hardy being the big, strong face that they need him to be at the moment. But would you be surprised if that did happen? I mean, look at that. They, they had James Storm lose it after one night. But then, Would you be surprised? I feel like you cannot... I mean, to have Jeff Hardy come in there, I don't feel like it's going to... Oh, hey, that just ended up happening. But, it, but it, the, the whole reason, the, the whole thing behind my story is they kept both of those characters yeah, strong. it keeps them where they are right now. Yeah, it keeps them near, where they need to be yeah, strong. But, that was the whole... That was but the, one on a pay-per-view, fine. But for two DQs in championship matches, I don't like. Uh, you know what? I wasn't, uh, I wasn't bad about it, but you're I mean, still under the fact that Gail Kim has two titles and you don't like it. That that, that really grinds my gears. It sure so. does. But it keeps everybody where they need to keep. Like, if Robert Roode went over Jeff Hardy, at, I, I I said it five seconds ago. Yeah. If Robert Roode went over Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy would look weak. Exactly, what would they yeah. do from there? So it keeps everybody intact, which then led right over to Impact Wrestling this week, where Robert... Jeff Hardy gets a rematch. You know, if Robert Roode gets countered out or disqualified, Jeff Hardy wins the title. Yep. Which then led to just a full-out onslaught of a crazy, crazy match. A nasty spell by Jeff Hardy going into the guardrail, which I thought was maybe one of those. He's giving, you know, he's giving 110% right now. Jeff Hardy has, you know, per- I don't know about him personally, because as we say, we're just three guys that just like to talk about wrestling. You know, he looks like he's giving 110%. You know he's giving. He sure as hell is giving 110 percent on his on his on his. Face he's got to though. Look at what the guy didn't give in the past. I know, but now he's trying uh, to. Re- I wouldn't say didn't give in the past. There was only, come on, like he's overall for his career. He's a spot person. He's a spot man. He's a, stu- he's a, he's a, a glorified and a, stuntman and a, and a druggie. Like like but like like Mick Foley was a, a, a glorified stuntman, as a lot of people say. You know, from all the stuff that he did uh, back in Japan, and then all the spots that he did in the WWE. You know, Jeff Hardy is kind of like that new aged spot man. I I, 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 I wouldn't Jeff even compare Hardy, him Jeff to Hardy Foley. Self-taught. I wouldn't even. Jeff Hardy and Matt, they taught themselves how to wrestle. They're still shitheads. What does that make a difference? They're still druggies. Okay, but okay, that, you, that's besides the point that we're, told, we're talking about. The match that happened, the rematch, which got pretty much no winner because Bully Ray interfered. Not on behalf of James Storm, on behalf for, for himself, because he's supposed to be getting, he's the next one in line for a title shot. You know, these guys are Robert Roode and, Jay, and um, Bully Ray are on the same side. Yes. So now Bully Ray wants his shot. We'll see where that goes from there. James Storm and Kurt Angle. You know, another, an, another match, which then makes James becomes the number one contendership match. James Storm wins. is now the number one contender. So I guess we're going into against all odds. James Storm versus Robert Roode, which then ties everything back. James Storm for one night being the champion ties it back now to James Storm finally getting his rematch. But it's not this. They're not that smart. Ah, They're not that okay. smart. Come on. Look at the look at TNA booking in the past. They're fucking idiots. Look at the all the stuff that they have done. Anything in particular that you can, no. you can because he, you, because you're just more biased to WWE. And no, I'm book, not. Like, that is bullshit. They just they don't. Vince Russo is a moron. They don't book good. They don't. Yeah, I'm but not Vince say Russo book, they book the idiot storylines. Didn't, didn't Vince Russo book half the Attitude Era? That's correct. Yeah. Then he so went to TNA and he killed TNA. Was. 
Well, no, um, he went to WCW. WCW. When? At the end of WCW when he was just coming out and like... Ruining it? Yeah. Coming out in like a little Pope car Who with knows? the championship. Maybe, maybe he was sent there by Vince. Yeah, right. Dave's just, never know. Seriously. Dave's just, Dave's just angry about this. It adds up. It crumbled after he got there. Yeah, all right. Well, you know what? If you, let's, let's not get angry because we love professional wrestling. We love it so much. And let's not get angry. Let's get. Let, let's talk it's about. It's not the a good, bad thing. Let's it's talk, a good thing. It's a good thing. Let's talk about the good things in Impact Wrestling, and that being Showtime. Eric Young. He's who funny. Is maybe the best part of Impact. Honestly, like I was seriously LOL. Raffled oh, a little bit. Oh wait, stop! Hell no. He just said LOL. Yeah, I did. In real life. OTR. I, did. I use internet slang in real life because that's the kind of guy that I am. Eric Young was amazing. Just calling up, tying in with everybody. The one with he got, the flask and yeah. And you know, helping OD playing uh, spinning her uh, Angelina, Angelina Love, Love, which was which was great, um, and getting ODB a win. So maybe you know, her, bringing her up into maybe that upper echelon of the Knockouts division. I always liked OB, ODB. She's a, I don't like her. She's a different character. She's not you know. She's disgusting. Okay, but she's a great wrestler, and it showed. I wouldn't that say great. Well, she's a better fucking wrestler than Angelina Love or Velvet no, Sky. No, I don't think so. You really? I would, I would honestly. I hate her gimmick, but I would agree with that. I don't yeah, think she's a high better. Five on that one, I don't think she's a better wrestler than Angelina yeah. Love and Velvet Sky. I think she is. And if you there's, I've saw, I've seen match independent matches with like her and PWG. Seriously, wait. All you have to do is watch, go go back watch OVW tapes of her, and then go watch OVW. And watch tapes. OVW. Uh, well, not OVW. Yeah. Watch Shimmer tapes of uh, Velvet Sky. I'm not. Go watch OVW tapes of Angelina Love and tell me. All right, you get me those tapes, buddy. They're on YouTube. Damn roasted. I'm uh, not gonna go look at ODB on my free time. She ain't priority. Ah, uh, t- Dave is just angry today. What's wrong, Dave? Did you have a coffee this morning? No. Oh. It's all about the brass knuckles. <laughs> it's all about the brass knuckles. Let's talk about another, a couple other things in Impact before we get over to uh, some uh, depressing things in the world of uh, professional wrestling. Crimson and Matt Morgan getting a nice win over uh, very Robbie Et. Squash like. I know, but you know, you need. You, they're trying to, you know kind of redefine this tag team division and they kind of have to put over a big team because they've been just you know yeah. potatoing the, the titles as you love to as you, as you love to say but we talked about it briefly when we talked about Genesis with Joe and Brutus Magnus and it seems like this feud is going to continue yep. because they come out afterwards and they beat just the shit out of them beat the holy heck out of them I mean I guess Crimson and Matt Morgan are maybe I mean maybe all the discounts they're getting from direct auto insurance to their brands, which was the worst planned promo I have ever so seen. Stupid. It was like, oh man, yeah, man, just went to direct auto insurance. Yeah, man, me and my great. And then the best part of it was the bottom, like right at the like the last five seconds of the promo. This is a paid advertisement for direct auto insurance. Anything that I said or used could be really. Yeah, I didn't even see that. Yeah, right at the bottom. I was like, now, no way. Now who does it better, DX or them? DX, absolutely <laughs> DX. Because it, like because you didn't really even know it. I mean, it, with DX, like Sexy they were they, I know it. because they were they were good at it. Like DX, were able to kind of pl- fool you with it, and this was just blatantly you saw direct auto insurance just plastered yeah. all over everything. I don't know, but they came out Magnus with that elbow drop from the top. They they got yeah. a good thing going. Yeah, they do, and I don't know where it's going to go from here, but I'm excited. Championship, a champ- That's where it's going to go. You think so, Dave? Yep. All right. Um, so, hmm. Next, also too, next week, you have Mickey James versus Madison Rage in a steel cage. Madison Rain. Madison steel, Rage. Madison, Mason Rage <laughs> uh, in a steel cage match. 
Yeah. Um, it should be good. And we got a lead up to, to Against All Odds, February 12th on pay-per-view. Now on to the more depressing topics of impact of the professional wrestling in general. Um, this weekend was the final ever wrestling event at the ECW arena or the Asylum Arena or whatever yeah, you want to call it. You, you know, the, the lineage and the history that is in has been become of the ECW arena. It's you pretty know, much an honor to play. It's like the indie MSG. Yeah, you can kind of say that. You know, it's it's a shithole in the wall, but it has housed so many things. You know, the the original ECW revolution, Shakara, CZW, Ring of Honor, anybody, you name it, has been there. And this weekend, holding a, a double event with Evolve and CCW, which just put the, play, the, the place in, you know. Yeah, they had put finished it off with CCW, then the Evolve. So, well, Evolve, Dragon Pro uh, combination. It was the first show that they were combined on. Which was a great show. A lot of great wrestlers were on there. One person in particular that I feel that in EC, if it was an ECW time, he would have been... He would have been like the center point of ECW, the old school ECW, not the fake ECW. And that was one, the Callahan death machine, Sammy Callahan. You know, I I think I've turned Dave into a Sammy Callahan mark. Yeah. By I, showing I, him- I just marked out of the fact that he lost like 180 pounds or whatever, whatever he did. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's admirable at, like for even pro- like – um wrestling skills aside mm-hmm. so the fact that he's in the shape that he is and that he's one of the top uh, wrestlers on the indie circuit mm-hmm. I think that's even better I know, Wait, I, you you marked out over that intrigued and uh, more interested in his matches oh cause I was gonna say there's a whole show on NBC you could watch <laughs> <laughs> and what show's that it's the biggest loser ah <laughs> there we go oh. I'm not, not talking about Dave not talking about David <laughs> but like Philly also too is one of those hot points of wrestling where now in because the new management has come into the asylum arena and it's gonna make they, it like a concert hall yeah, they're slash tear, restaurant pretty much tear and, it down redo it yeah tear it down I mean it was great the, the fact that they had like all the old school ECW yeah, they, wrestlers they had there like yesterday. Sabu they had New Jack uh, Joey, Joey Styles. Styles was there which was great yep. um where is Blue wrestling Moon. in ECW, I mean, in Philadelphia, going to go from here? Are they going to find, like, a new center point the, to work out of for all, you know, ECW, uh, for all, like, independent wrestling promotions that want to go through Philly? Or? Yeah. I mean, you got to. I mean, there I'm sure that there, other places, yeah, I'm sure though. that there's a few small places that will put up a wrestling uh, ring and stuff like that. I mean, look at, look at Long Island, NYWC. They put it up in... Uh, was it a uh, fire department areas? Yeah. Yeah. But so like I, I, that was just so like that place was monumental. And as a wrestling fan, I'm kind of like mad at myself well, that there, I never went. There's not going to be another place like that. Let's in Philadelphia, there will not be yeah. another place like the asylum. No. That's just, it's just there's not going to be a replacement, but there will be other places to wrestle. But it won't be the same. You won't have that history and all that stuff. I, I just want to know at the end of the event did they choose passage? Oh, about to get yelled at by Chris. He's yeah, gonna say something else. Yeah, absolutely. Because you didn't. You forgot about Tony Luke's. Are you serious? What about Big Jim? Let's go Rangers. Him? No, who gives a fuck about the Flyers right now? We're talking about cheesesteaks in Philadelphia. Tony Luke's is the place to go. Trust me. Me and my buddy Luke from Arizona went to 
Philadelphia for a day. We did Gino's, Pat's, and Tony Luke's. Tony Luke's, hands down the best. Jeez, you stuffed a lot of meat in your mouth. Yeah, oh, you stuff it more later in my mouth that night. There you go. So, I mean, rest in peace to the ECW arena. Thank you for all the great memories. Sorry we didn't get to yeah. hang out. I mean, that's, I mean, I'm so mad that I didn't get to, uh, didn't get to go. I mean, that was like, it's one of the, like, you know, as we have Madison Square Garden, New York, where like, you know, WWF is called home. Well, WWF back in the day and now WWE has like called like home. Well, you know, that was their, their, I don't their know. ground base. I, don't, I, I feel like, no, Manhattan Center is kind of their home. No, 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 no not no. at all. Hell no. I don't know. Yeah, they were, you mean they were, they were doing shows back in like, you know, the, the well, early no. 70s, 80s, Madison Square Garden is filled with wrestling history. Absolutely. No, the Manhattan Center. You're thinking if you're thinking, you're thinking well, about Monday Night Raw. Yeah, yeah. yeah so no, thinking we're, no, we're it. thinking about the whole plethora. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I, I said it eight times. I'm gonna say one more. I'm mad that I didn't go to the ECW. I mean, you, you should be saying angry, truthfully, but yeah, cool. I am angry with myself. I mean, but you should be. You're also, an ass. Yeah, you're an ass too. You farted and didn't even tell me about it. What am I gonna say? You're fucking wafting in your own shit. <laughs> you too, it was you disgusting. Too I don't, like, I'm, I'm over here just smiling because I know at some point you're gonna get a whiff of it. Yeah, a uh, rude, rude. And on that, lo- I'm not even gonna tell you what the musical <laughs> interlude is right now. Hit it.
We're back on Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Maybe one of my more favorite musics. Musics? Theme musics that has been around in recent time. But since we played his music, we got to get right into it. Finally, finally, after us asking who the F Brodus Clay was and being really upset that he's not coming out, we finally got him. I mean, we didn't get the Brodus Clay that we were we looking... Got the, we got the Brodus Clay from Planet Funk. We got the Brodus Clay from the Funkasaurus, Planet Funk, which maybe had to be one of the biggest curveballs in recent memory. Because, you know, when they first were saying that de- Brodus Clay was debuting, they made these really scary, I'm the beginning, I'm the end, you know, Brodus Clay... Scary monster heel, and even packages. having him on just squash matches on Super. Well, they weren't like they were trying to debut him on Raw. Yeah, I mean he was on Superstars. Yes. Yeah. But repackaging him, coming out to this funk music, coming out looking like a member of Run DMC, looking at like Shook Knight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was like, I was, I was so excited, and then all of a sudden this came out, and I was so confused. I was upset because I wanted to see the big monster heel Brodus Clay. I was happy. You were happy. I was jumping for joy. Why why did it make you so happy? Because it's a curveball. For what it is, how it's a curveball, I love. I don't really care if I like it or not, but the fact that they actually got something which I would consider pretty large in the scheme of what's going on. Yes, he's large. Yes. But (laughs) yeah, he's large. You know that? The fact that they got everything by the dirt sheets. The dirt sheets don't pick it up or anything, and they get it right on TV. I respect that fact. And I, I love the dirt it. Sheet saw him go into fucking Dr. J's and buy an outfit like that. I didn't even, I didn't even read that. I'm saying, like, who the fuck would have seen that? What people Nobody. that stake out like places, like Dr. J's in New York City? Where, I don't know even know what Dr. J's in New York City is. It's a place where urban urban shopping happens. Oh, <laughs> okay. I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great gimmick because you know what. What else? He, what is he gonna do? He's gonna come out as a monster, monster heel, right? Yeah. But you have Mark Henry, Kane, Big Show. I mean, face it, Bruce Clay would just be in the background of them. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't. How how are you gonna make that guy stand apart from all this group? I know. Let's him, re-debut him as Rikishi. Exactly. Yeah, let's give go. him that gimmick. Too cool, 2012. But look how look how much everybody's talking about him now. If yeah. he, if he just had a normal debut as the monster. Will we be talking about him this much? I, no, exactly, no, not really. And look how much everybody's just talking about him. It's talk, talk, talk. It's we're doing exactly what they wanted. We we went out and bought his theme music on iTunes. And that's a fact. To, because it's so great. I think I listened to it about four or five times consecutively. Somebody call my mama. Somebody call my mama. But also too, you have to kind of give credit to the guys he was in the ring with. Well, oh yeah, as well because Kurt Hawkins, yeah, Naomi and. <laughs> yeah, and that and chick that got eliminated from Tough Enough. No, his dancers. No, I'm talking about Kurt Hawkins and Tyson Kidd. Because Kurt Hawkins sold the shit out of everything that Brodus Clay threw his way. Yeah, and he it, was in there a lot longer than Kidd. Yeah, who just got a, you know, who just got the, uh, the, the splash, the like splash, a headbutt head to the splash. It's but like mid-card I, mafia is reigning true, isn't it? Yeah, right? I, I love the fact that, uh, like, should I get him? And then, and then, like he hits him, he's just like, "My bad." Like I, I, I just, I loved it. Yeah, that was funny. He goes, "Someone yells out, Brodus Clay, you suck." He turns to the crowd and just go, "My bad." Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I laugh. Smackdown this week too. It was great. He got such a reaction. Yeah, they like, popped I was, for him. I was amazed. I was like, they "Oh my god!" For him. I was like, 
I, I was kind of relieved to hear the pop because I wasn't sure how people were going to react if they're going to be booing or whatnot. Well, on Monday night, he was like everybody. I think everybody was just uh, a Confused general feeling of ma- mass confusion. Well, even he called them out on it when he came out. He was just like, "You didn't see this coming." Like, no, you call, didn't see called it everybody out. out but also, too, what kind of helped with the whole Brodus Clay gimmick was the video on WWE.com. Oh yeah, that they put up. Yeah, of. Of you know him talking and like no one's taking you seriously. Then he like stopped and got something. He's like, "Are you kidding me? No one's taking me seriously. You see how big I am." He's like, "I'm gonna run over everybody." Then he goes back to smiling. And exactly. And- That's the thing. Like you, you know that gimmick, this fun time gimmick. But he's still a badass. You do not want to mess with him. I know. I'm. If I saw Brodus Clay in a dark hallway, I'd be like, "Oh shit! <laughs> Somebody call my mama because I just shit my pants because I just saw Brodus Clay in a dark alley." Ah, uh, all right. More things let's get on to in the WWE world since, you know, Funkasaurus was a trending topic on Twitter. Um, let's talk about the, the World Heavyweight title picture right now. A lot of mass confusion, a lot of mass hysteria, a lot of more big men. Um, and little girls. And little girls. Let's start off with last week at SmackDown. You got the Big, uh, big Show getting his rematch against Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. Which was back and forth. You saw Daniel Bryan bleeding from the mouth, which then led to Daniel Bryan kind of getting himself disqualified yeah. by getting Mark Henry in his face and Mark Henry shoving him. Yep. Well, he, no, he was first Big Show. Well, he right? wasn't. Yeah, yeah he was no, first big, big Show. But Mark Henry was on commentary. Yeah, and he went out yep. and gave you know started talking to him, talking trash, and and then right after celebrate over celebrating again, yep. which I think, as I said last week, kind of helps play to this gimmick. Yeah, you know, littlest kind of littlest underdog and stuff like that. But then Big Show gets another chance to get the world heavyweight title, but not after not yeah not after. Mark Henry comes out and makes a state that he's saying next week on SmackDown he's yeah. going to face the winner of the World Heavyweight Title match. So pretty much you got to be thinking, how long is Daniel Bryan going to be holding this? I mean, look how look at these guys, how huge these guys are that are coming after that title right now. Yeah, and yeah, and it, and it amazes me too that he's still finding ways to keep, hold on to the title. Well, not they're writing ways for him no. to keep on to the title, I, and they. Did it again this week yep. by having AJ just randomly come out. And, you know, I guess they've been seeing each other. Well, yeah, I guess they they're dating. Yeah, so she came, she came out to support him and got hit with a fucking Mack truck. Yeah, that big show big ran show. right through her. And then just ended- that, did that remind anybody shades of Charlie Haas and uh, Lillian Garcia? Now I don't even know what you're talking. <laughs> about. I know what he's Are talking you about. I know exactly. I'm what sorry, you're talking we're not about. Charlie Haas marks. Yeah. Uh, oh gee. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. She freaking went. Flying, yeah, but th- that's different because that's Charlie yeah. Haas. It's not the big show. Yeah, no, yeah, no, she, no, Lillian Garcia took a bump. You gotta see it, dude. Uh, what's it? Um, yeah, but also before we even continue, Mark Henry on commentary was great. Great. Mark Henry's just a great character. The, in the best is like Cole tries to is saying something. He's just like, why are you asking me that question? He's great. So there, I he, just want to fit that he, in there. He's great. Why commentary. is he great? He's great on commentary. Why? With his responses, his witty responses didn't take shit from him, and just he called. He was actually not biased on his um, commentary. Okay, there you go. He was very split between because he, he was giving Daniel Bryan credit, and then, but he was also talking about the big show. There we go. There we go. An honest answer. Nice, well thought out answer by Dave. There we go. Um, 
So next week, who? I guess it's going to be Daniel Bryan versus Mark Henry. Mark Henry. The, I mean, also too at the end of that thing, you saw the Big Show actually welling up and crying hysterically. That was so. And then you had Daniel Bryan just calling, calling him a bastard. bastard. I, I thought Big Show right away. I, thought, I mean, a uh, big boss man. So I was. You beat me to it, damn it. Yeah. You're a bastard, Big Show, and your mama says so. <laughs> Great. Oh, good. The Royal Rumble's coming up, as we all know. It'll be here uh, January 29th, live from St. Louis, Missouri, home of one big wrestler who right now is injured. Randy Orton, quote, you know, quote-unquote is injured. He's going to be out, apparently, from WrestleMania. I just find it weird that he's supposed If he motherfucking shows up, I'm sorry to cut you off. I, I'm pretty sure this is your thought, maybe. If he fucking shows up as number 30. And wins or some shit, I am gonna be pissed. Yeah. Off. Well, you know what? When you make a tweet going out there saying that your daughter's passport came and you're gonna go to uh, go to Bahamas, it kind of doesn't help that you know you're supposed to be re- rehabilitating your back. I guess I guess rehabilitation is going wonderful. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh man. Rehabilitate the fuck out of your back in the Bahamas. But <laughs> it was you know it was good on Monday Night Raw for them to start these. Uh, Royal Recap. Love them. You know, na- especially 1994. What a great year yeah. for a Royal Rumble. When, when they're showing the 93, 94, I, I love it. Well, it was just the 94. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, I'm saying overall they what they've just, been they showing. They just start this week. No, well, they've been showing for the past well, few, well, few weeks. Well, this kind of like helped with it because these, these two, 94 and 98 were both huge, 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 huge Royal Rumbles. You get, you know, which set up to WrestleMania 10 with Lex Luger and also Bret Hart win at the same time and then Stone Cold Steve Austin Stone Cold Stone Cold Stone Cold you yeah know, then I think they showed the one before with the yeah they've been showing all the Royal Rumbles yeah but these two especially were you know more monumental than you know also, Hacksaw Jim Duggan was pretty, yeah, was then pretty they, big. I mean, HBK, they, they're all were. Yeah, I mean, they're all big. But those two in general are ones that really stand out in my mind of uh-huh. of Royal Rumbles. And then you have all these people that are vying for a spot for the Royal Rumble. On SmackDown, you see Cody Rhodes coming out saying he's going to... He, is going to pull an Ultimate Warrior, which I popped for, because everyone was probably like, A, who's the Ultimate Warrior, and B, what is he talking about? I was like, <laughs> Ultimate Warrior, he's going to win the WWE title and the Intercontinental title at the same time. Yes. Great reference. You have Sheamus and Wade Barrett going back and forth. In and their, in Jinder their, Mahal. Jinder Mahal getting in there, too. You see a lot of take. He matches with all these guys. You're even seeing uh, Heath Slater and Hornswoggle getting into it with themselves, uh, but it's all leading up to Royal Rumble-wise. So you're going to have a lot of small, different storylines going into this Royal Rumble. You're going to have the Sheamus-Wade Barrett feud. You're going to have Ginger Mahal Sheamus. You're going to have Santino just in general. Well, Santino. Yeah, everybody. You're going to have... You're going to have... Can't forget Ted DiBiase. Ted to, Unico. You're going to yeah, have you see, you um, see, Justin see, Gabriel, Heath Slater. Yeah, you're going to see, you know, as you said, Ted DiBiase and Unico with Gaspacho. We're going to see Camacho. a SmackDown Royal Rumble. He's maybe a SmackDown Royal Rumble. I want to see Trent Beretta in there, which would be good, but... I want to see Hawkins. I want to see Tyler Rex. I want to... That I wouldn't expect seeing. But I don't it. want to see them get eliminated right away. Yeah. No. I mean, once we get up to Royal obviously, Rumble, obviously the big person who's getting most eliminations this year is Brodus Clay. I think it's. Or do you think it's going to be Kane? I'm no, saying it's Kane. Gotta be, it's got to be Brodus Clay. No, I think it's going to be Kane. I'm saying actually. Not, not uh, well, well, let's, general, let's, most, I don't know. We'll, we'll save that for predictions. We'll save that. Pre- we'll I'll save my it. predictions for prediction time. Hell yeah. So, speaking of Kane, let's get on to Kane. Kane is in this big pro- program right now with John Cena, which I think is the best work that John Cena has done with a feud in a very, 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 very long time. Because they're, st- they're stretching the boundaries here. It's they're, so he- entertaining that I'm eating popcorn during it. Yeah, all go. right, T.O. Um, 
you know, he's not only just attacking John Cena, he's attacking the John Cena fans. He's attacking John Zach Cena. Ryder. He's attacking Everybody. John Cena's friends, Zack Ryder. Yes, definitely. You know, this week stalking Zack Ryder throughout the entire thing. You know, in the bathroom, in the hallways. Such a cock block, you seriously. Know, but not even just that. Uh, not even attacking Zack Ryder, attacking Zack Ryder's friends as well. Because he's, he's attacking the... Chi, he's attacking the big, uh, the big O. No, he isn't. But he's attacking. Where, where did he? Where did this happen? It, it was a joke. Eve. Dave. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, he's attacking. He's attacking yeah. Eve. You know, he's he's, he's really, not really no. Yeah, he's he didn't really a, go after Eve. Well, his music did, which then led to them coming out and trying to get out of there with uh, slash tires. Yeah, it's unfortunate that he didn't know how to change a tire. I guess. Fast. Yeah. What the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> It's unfortunate. And that was he didn't a, even fucking bump that shit up first. Yeah, that's just, what a lot of people were upset con- about, that he didn't even lift it. Conveniently go to a commercial break, and then all the of a sudden... You get the lug nuts off? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Christ, you gotta... I, dude. I know. And then Eve, come on now, Eve. Get, he may have said, stay in the car, but get out, help him out. Yeah, you don't, you, you don't see him, stay in the, the car when The guy's struggling. Hell, Eve, it's you see he's struggling. So get the fuck out of there. Start running. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Really. And then, which which then leads to Zack Ryder getting choke slammed off the uh, the loading dock onto a bunch yep. of. By uh, the way, I have to say, fucking crates like that do not fucking break the way that was broken. Yeah. All right, sorry that you're you're pulling out the meticulous here, Brandon. And then John Cena coming out to try to save the day and not getting not saving the day and also getting choked out as well. Yeah. Which then leaves you with just zooming in on Kane right at the end uh, to close out. Much which of was that a row. great ending. You re- you know, he's really trying to get John Cena to embrace the hate, and John Cena's not having it. Do you think these guys are going to have a match at the Royal Rumble, or do you think this is going to be another storyline going into the Royal Rumble? No, I think it's going to go Honestly, now that this, this whole storyline's happening, I'd like to see this at WrestleMania. You right? You look like... You want to see this at WrestleMania? You don't want yeah. to see John oh, Cena versus The Rock? Right. Never mind. <laughs> Damn. I'll go fuck myself. Well, you know yeah, what? You to go. be honest, that's how little that they are promoting this on TV right now. Where you because forget they, about The Rock and Cena. Yeah, I know, but still, then you then you go back. Once this program's over, then they have to go to John Cena and The Rock. And be like, oh, yeah, that's still happening. Yeah. Holy shit. You know, the, the normal fan isn't going to, you know, isn't going to see that. I hope that's on. What? I hope that little ding is on this week's marking out. It's going. It's going to be making some lunch over here in the marking out camp. Um, so I don't know if this. Is, do you think maybe they'll do a match? Yeah. Why not? At the Royal it's Rumble, and then, but then also too, then you're gonna put these guys in the Rumble. I don't know right if after. they're all. I, honestly, I don't know if Cena is going to be in the Rumble. Yeah. I mean, even though they say, honestly, I don't know how I feel about that. I go back and forth because I am one of those people that I would rather see them bring in a few outside talents, just like the olden days. They're not bringing in no, outside but talents. Hold the Dave. fuck up! Like how they used to back in the how day. They used to even last year, who was in it? Nash, Booker. Booker but I mean, just bring in some outside people just to fill in those little voids. I, I always see like, Samoa Joe come in. No, no. I see, nobody wants dude, to see that right now. Rowdy Roddy Piper and Jimmy Snuka faced off at Madison Square Garden. No, was it? There was there. Was that at Madison Square Garden? Yeah, I was there at Madison Square Garden. I was marking the mark out. You were marking the mark out. Good. I like how you, you had to cut off the uh, the F right there. I appreciate that. Dude. <laughs> um, so you don't know what's gonna go into the Royal Rumble. Hope they haven't like again. They haven't even wrestled in a match yet on TV. As we said last week, yes, they wrestled you house know shows. house shows and everything like that. But that's that's it. 
That's that it. is it. They haven't even touched each other. And speaking about people not doing things, let's get to Chris Jericho. Really be- because Chris Jericho comes out again this week and just doesn't even say anything. A little uh, emotional. A little emotional. A little emotional and then starts crying hysterically. No. Yeah. So are you mad, Brandon? Because last no. week you said you were going to be pissed. No, I'm fucking I'm disappointed. Why? Because that was a piss poor fucking promo. But yet again, I at the end What did part. you say? That's what did what, what did you say last week? You don't have to say anything to cut a promo. Right, which is why I like that last part of the promo of the vignette, not vignette. Vignette. It's fun <laughs> to say vignette. I like the la- I like the ending of that promo with him fake crying and whatnot. But that that whole play to the crowd shit is is old it happened last week i don't want to see it again i want new but do you think maybe this is going back to the royal rumble this brings the royal rumble into full perspective because then you have chris jericho not saying anything goes into the royal rumble and perhaps wins the royal rumble i don't want him to win the royal rumble why Unless we're seeing CM Punk versus Chris Jericho, which then I will want him to which win. You're most likely which you're most likely going to see at WrestleMania. And that's a great segue, because so, then we can get into the whole CM Punk angle on Monday Night Raw. Awesome, Brandon. High five on that one. Yeah, my hands are down here. Don't want to know what you're doing. Brandon likes fisting. But, you know, CM Punk had a nice match with Zack Ryder if he won, which he did. Vicky Guerrero and Jack Swagger are not going to be ringside at the Royal Rumble. Which is big, which is kind of more convincing to the fact that um, CM Punk is going to win at the Royal Rumble. Which, Brandon said something very interesting before we started the show about Dolph Ziggler and the Royal Rumble. And what was that, Brandon? I said that because the superstars are allowed to compete in matches and go on to play in the Royal Rumble, play in the Royal Rumble like we're playing a video game. Yep. Pete in the Royal Rumble... Compete in the Royal Rumble? Compete, mother effer. Okay. Why did I say that? (laughs) (laughs) Compete in the Royal Rumble. Dolph Ziggler's going to lose to CM Punk. Dolph Ziggler's going to go into the Royal Rumble. Dolph Ziggler's going to win the Royal Rumble. I would like to see that. But then who does he go against? Because he has his pick. He can go to SmackDown and compete against whoever the World Heavyweight Champion is over there. Davey versus Goliath. Or he can go compete against CM Punk. I just think it's going to be more... I think Chris Jericho's going to win, but it's not prediction time. It's not prediction time. So you have... But also, too, the Royal Rumble match is going to be officiated by the Executive Vice President of Talent Relations and Interim General Manager of Monday Night Raw, John Laurinaitis, which kind of played very big in this match because CM Punk won on a a two-and-a-half count. Which the referee made a huge. Do you think that was actually a big? I would think that was a big botch, or do you think that was kind of played to the no, story? No, that was one hundred percent script. Yeah, it was script. But you know, the one thing that really stood out was CM was, Punk was he looked confused, but everybody he looked confused. Be a great actor. Yeah, right. He's gonna be in uh, Marine Three: Citizens on Patrol. Um, Johnny A saying earlier in the night, he's like the Royal the the match of the Royal Rumble is so important. There is no margin for error. So the referee making that two-and-a-half count really played into that whole gimmick. I'm still pissed Finley got DQ'd for using a shillelagh. When did... Uh, what? The Royal Rumble. Oh, wow. You were just <laughs> whipping out these gems of... Yeah, since Scotty Too Hotty never made it in. He should still be in it. Yes, technically Scotty Too Hotty still, still in it. I believe, too. 
Really? You have all these gems of Royal Rumble knowledge. Can you just like blurt these out like randomly like through the next couple weeks on the show? If I have more. You definitely will have more. He's like, up, oh, gotta go home, gotta go in the other room and watch the uh, Royal, Royal Rumble from uh, 1999, which Brandon will find some more gems to call out. And yeah, also, Mr. this man competed. Yeah, Mr. Mac, Mac, <laughs> if I'm if I'm correct, even. <laughs> your your markdom astounds me, Brandon. So let's get into other things WWE wise, and let's talk about the WWE Hall of Fame, which the first two. Bullshit. Well, bullshit. not really the first two. Bullshit. Well, the first. Which, before I even before you say that, I'm pissed that they're saying. That it was their first announcement because they announced Mil Moskris in the in the yeah. WWE Hall of Fame on Raw. Okay, there we go. Which is horseshit. Brandon, paying attention to detail, you gotta love that. But I guess the first two big WWE, which is also bullshit, also fucking bullshit. The WWE related names are being introduced, which was the first one being announced was the Rated R Superstar himself. Edge, which I am totally more than happy about. Dave, on the other hand, has so many convinced views on this one, and he's like, try, he, this week he's been trying to like get it out of me. And I'm like, Dave, we're not talking about. It. So then, Edge, Dave, we're not talking about it right now. Uh, I know we're not, but you know what? Do you really think this is going to happen, Dave? Let's let's hear your piece. I don't like it. I think he has a very great. He has an amazing career. He has he's gonna he's Hall of Fame bound. I think it's too soon. He just retired last not even what was it? It was less than a year ago that he retired announced his retirement. Okay. I think that they could have waited a little bit longer to put him in, especially if you do plan on bringing WrestleMania to Canada at some point. Given you have the next two set up from the rumors and whatnot that it's going to be MetLife Stadium and Dallas Cowboys Stadium. So right now wait, you're already wait, waiting. Wait, wait, wait. So no Madison Square Garden? No. I, it's still up. It's I've been hearing so many different things. This they may break they may break the they may be breaking I tradition. Be so fucking pissed. So pretty much in 3 to 5 years to have a WrestleMania at um in Canada, mm-hmm. which would be the proper place to have an induction of Edge being that he is Canadian. Okay. But I still feel like it's a little bit too like they could have held off. It's not like they do not have big names to announce for this year. I, you know, listen, I listen, listen. Okay. I think I completely agree with David. He's Hall of Fame bound at some point. Definitely too soon to be in. What I know, what I want to see happen is it's Hall of Fame night. Boom gets attacked by let's say somebody like Christian. Boom sets up last minute match Christian versus Edge. Ru- That's Ed not gonna happen. That's not. I know gonna it's happen. not gonna happen. But who knows? I like that idea though. I mean. Never- but, never say never. All right, Justin Bieber. But the thing with that that's too <laughs> prestigious of an event for them to fucking throw a storyline. Story yeah, Is absolutely. It? Absolutely. I don't, I don't, okay. I don't think so. I think The Rock and John Cena started, so bam, roasted. Ooh. Who cares? Yeah, no, they would. <laughs> they uh, Honestly, I wouldn't put it past them. It's WWE, and like he said. And their Justin, booking's great. Justin Bieber, never say never, especially in pro wrestling. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just throw something out there. Yes. Edge Hall of Fame bound. I totally agree with that. I think he had more than a great career. I think he had an outstanding career. This is a guy that revigored the tag team division with the work that he did with the Dudleys and the Hardys. You know, look at TLC matches. Look at the the ladder match. Look at the No Mercy ladder match that he had with the Hardys. That changed the 
a ladder match. The changes like that, and if there was no those TLC matches, we may have never seen Money in the Bank. Yes, I know it was Chris Jericho's idea, Brandon, but uh, we've, we've never seen that. a concept like Money in the Bank happen before. Edge, the first guy to win Money in the Bank. Shawn Michaels was inducted the year after he he that was. I also don't agree with but... what with Shawn Michaels. Yeah. I think it was too soon. But I think, yeah. you know, as we always just talk like about... Just like Eddie Guerrero, too. Nothing nothing against that, but I just thought it was all too soon. It, it was, but, you know, as we always also say, wrestling fans, you know, attention span is not that long. I don't know. I still so, feel like for Hall of Fame-wise, they have to wait a little bit. I, I don't like the direct, especially this one um, in particular, because it hasn't even been a year since he... That alone. Well, I'm I'm behind him. Edge, Hall of Fame, you know. Yeah, you're Metalingus, behind him. Best, uh, one of the best music's ever. And let's get into the other inductees, which is the Four Horsemen. Yes, the Four Horsemen. So is th- this means that Ric Flair, Brandon, is being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, the Hall of Fame twice. I'm completely, completely okay with this. Oh, you you just threw Chris <laughs> right off his sleep, uh, sleep, his seat. What? But I am confused with the inductees here a little bit. Okay, it's Tully Blanchard, J.J. Dillon, um, Barry Windham, and Arn Anderson. Yeah, that's that was the original Four Wait, Horsemen. Did you name five of them? Yeah, because because JJ Dillon was like their manager. Right. But then where's Oli? I mean, he was like one of the other incarnates of the Four Horsemen. What do you what do you think Lex Luger has to go into the Hall of Fame for the Four Horsemen? No, Oli was in it from the start. Lex Luthor. I know, but the, the Four Horsemen like that was like to always to me like yes Ole Anderson Narn Anderson they were tag, you know, tag team partners they were part of the Four Horsemen but I think those four guys encompass what what the Four Horsemen were yeah Ole's not even part of it is he yeah, for the he induction is. he was it, but I, I mean he's is not, he no. part of the induction or no no he's not no that, I, that I'm kind of annoyed at too just for the fact I'm like he was one of the original members I don't like that fact that being an original member of the Four Horsemen, being one of those guys that brought that stable, um, you're not being inducted with them. Do you want Steve Mongo McMichael to get inducted too? That's <laughs> another thing, though. Like, cause he well, he, he wasn't an original member though. Year wise for for Horsemen, the most one that was not an original, the most per- the person with the most years under the Four Horsemen name that was not an original was Chris Benoit. Obviously, we're not getting Chris Benoit. Yeah. No. Barry Windham was in there for like three years, maybe. But also, too, like those, like those four guys had more of a like illustrious career. I want to say yes. Ole Anderson, you know, was decorated, you know, decorated yeah. the team. Well, but I think like those, like those guys encompass more of what the Four Horsemen were about. I, you know. Well, I mean, I know you read the same book that I have, mm-hmm. the Sex Lies and Headlocks. Yeah. Um, they mentioned Ole Anderson and Vince McMahon having um issues. Mm-hmm. I d- didn't get in it, but do they are they good or I forget? I read that book like four years ago. All right, so maybe they're if we're uh, mis- uh, mistaken or whatever, maybe there's still a little bit of hostility there wait anyway listen though because i think 
I I really feel it's I don't know it's kind of iffy though because Barry Windham kind of got like tossed into the Four Horsemen after oh uh, after um what are their names huh. Arn Anderson Ole. Arn Anderson and, and and Tully Blanchard they were leaving they threw in Barry Windham for that time yeah they threw in Lex Luger too at that time. Yeah, but you know what? Lex Luger was also known for a lot I, more things than being in the Four the thing. Horsemen. I feel like Lex Luger has his own thing. He doesn't need the Four Horsemen. He still has a great career that he's going to be inducted in by himself. He slammed Barry, Yokozuna. Who Barry is going? Who is rumored to be inducted, actually, for this you year? You don't think Barry Windham did? What? You don't think Barry Windham had a Hall of Fame career by himself? Oh, no. Oh, he, he definitely has. He absolutely did, but he was more known for the Four Horsemen. Lex Luger kind of, you know, yes, he made a name for himself in WCW, but also, too. He has a name in WWE. The, look at the name that he made for himself in the WWE, the Lex Express, how that thing was, you know, just recently was, you know, monikered by Chikara when Green Ant did his whole thing with Tursus. You know, I that's. Yeah, absolutely. That was like. You know that that's and I don't want to say it's an iconic symbol, but that's like no, it it is for wrestling icon- wise. I mean, the guy came in. Just look at what Lex Luger has done, though. You had the Lex Express, and he was you can't you couldn't get a bigger face than him right now at, uh, at, well, that, at, that moment, at the time. Like, my sister Brittany was like all oh, yeah. behind. She used to call him Sexy Lexi back when she was like five years yeah. old. I mean, and then even before that, prior to that, you had him with Bobby Narcissus one. Uh, it's Narcissus Lex remember, Luger. Do you remember and WrestleMania then, Nine when he yes, came out with all course, the mirrors against his, Mr. Perfect? Yes, you have you have that, and then you have the Lex Express. But then even after that, he right after he loses his contract, he switches over the day after to yeah. Nitro, which is for itself. Yes, it's bad for WWE, but it is huge for pro wrestling. That was because that that was the 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 powder keg, the the spark plug for the Monday Night Wars. Like the Monday Night Wars kicked off when Lex Luger walked in there in that terrible no collared yeah. shirt, <laughs> and that was the that was the start. Yeah, Lex Luger was a played a huge even with his things with um from Yokozuna to Perfect. He, yeah, Bret Hart. He has all of these epic feuds. So I think okay. that just him alone, he doesn't need the four horsemen. So then let's let's go back to Barry Windham for okay. a second. Just just to segue into JBL. Okay. Where do we see him? Do we see single or tag? Do we see Ron Simmons single or tag? Um, we, I'm, I'm saying we see both of them because Ron Simmons had a crazy career. He was even, the first uh, yeah. African-American yeah. Uh, champion yeah. for WCW or overall? The w- WCW. 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 Rocky um, Johnson was... Yeah, yeah. With with yeah, you know, with Rocky Johnson. Ever. I mean, you know, you're gonna you're gonna see JBL for a singles career. You know, because do you think JBL? Absolutely, longest running champion in SmackDown history. Had that had that title for over a year. Brandon, we can hear you typing. I go back and um, forth. I go back and forth with JBL. I don't know. Maybe I have to think about that a little bit more. Look at more did, of his what career. Did they, what did they do as tag team wrestlers? They won the the tag team titles like once or twice. Yeah, APA like was. Huge I mean, for... APA was huge, but also too JBL made more of a career for himself after um, the yeah. APA. Varouk or whatever you want. Ron, Varuk, Simmons, Ron Simmons had a career, a full fledged career, Varuk way Asad. before you know. Way before the APA. Oh yeah, the I nation mean, of domination also. Not, is, but not to say, John didn't. No, he really did. Well, he was blackjack. What was he? Blackjack Mulligan? No, no, no. He no. was somewhere. He was a blackjack for a while as a yeah. tag team Justin, wrestler. Justin Smoke. Mark Bradshaw. He yeah. was. What is it? Uh, blackjack. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Mark blackjack Brad- Bradshaw. Yeah. Blackjack. Came out with the branding. Uh, 
Yeah, Brandy See, and like I. He had a terrible, uh, terrible mid '90s gimmick. Yeah. And then after, you know, then after the APA. What do you mean mid '90s gimmick though? That was from his. I know, but and... yeah, no, but that was also too because you know the WWE was trying to survive and thrive on the the blackjack gimmick. So like, oh hey, here's this guy. He's a rough and tumbler guy. Let's put a pair of cowboy boots and a cowboy hat and grow a mustache. We could we could throw at the associate with uh, him with a few past wrestlers that have large names. Yeah, I don't know. I still go back and forth with whether or not he he is Hall of Fame bound. Okay. Yes, Farouk definitely. Ron Simmons, but JBL absolutely. I'm sorry. I mean JBL. I go back and forth with. But even before I think about JBL, I still think about so many other wrestlers that should be inducted from British, British Bulldog to... But also, too, this year, Miami in Florida, do we see the macho man Randy Savage? That, you know, we could talk about Farouk, and we could talk about Bradshaw, but the yeah. one big thing that I think everybody wants to know is, I mean, due to his, his passing this year and also to everything that played out with it, do we see... The Macho Man Randy Savage get inducted to the Hall of Fame this year. So you have Edge being inducted too soon. This Macho Man is somebody that's going to be inducted too late. I say Macho Man is going in this year. I, I, I hope you know. I think I hope that's like the last person that they announce is going to be Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, I mean, I, I would like to. They, I would. He, hands down. I think Andy Kaufman should be inducted into Celebrity Wing this year as well. I'm surprised that he hasn't been inducted, and you have Drew Carey and things like that before him. Pete Rose. Hmm, Pete Rose. Bob. Bar- well, Bob Barker's just awesome in, in oh. general. I watched that episode of How I Met Your Mother last week with uh, Bob Barker on it when Barney went on. Yeah. Great episode. Bob Barker, the best. I don't know, but yes, I do say Macho Man this year, and I cannot wait. And what better place, what better person aside than to have him with Yokozuna? They both have had their big feuds. Yeah. So... I'm definitely hand. I love it. Okay, we'll we'll see who else gets inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame because they'll definitely be announcing more people. Well, what, we've got. What do you guys think about Macho Man? Yes, from you. What about you, Brandon? I don't know. It's it's tough. I mean, where was the first time he won the WWF Heavyweight Championship? Wasn't that WrestleMania four four the, t- at the tournament? Atlantic City? So what if? If they, year, if they do have it in huh. New Jersey, I don't. But that would more be like a New York type yeah. WrestleMania. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. Well, think even so. WrestleMania for next, if Jersey they do MetLife, I'd say Bam Bam Bigelow as one of the right. possibly DDP, possibly Bam, Bang, Bang, bang. sorry, Bang, bang. South High Five. <laughs> that was that wasn't a roast at all. I just didn't realize what he was doing. But you know, we'll see in the next couple of weeks what goes on. We still have the Royal Rumble. We still have Elimination Chamber to get through before we even get to yeah. WrestleMania. We can even really talk more about it's, WrestleMania itself. And it's tough not to talk about WrestleMania because, what, it's three months away, not even. Yeah. And there is so much to do. And we're going. Hell there yeah. is so much to do. We haven't even got tickets yet for the Hall of Fame. Be just for the, the the sheer fact is there's other things to do that you're going to be wrestling wise. Ring of Honor first night. Woo! Yep, Ring of Honor first night. There we go. Let's get into shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. That's right. It's shameless plug time. Dave the Rave that the ladies crave here. All right. We're going to start it off with, on uh, Twitter, go follow Andrew K. Vocal. He also runs a, he's the administrator of a Facebook group, facebook.com slash WWE Push Writer. And we always support everything Zack Ryder related. I wonder why. Because we're Marks. Hell yeah. All right. And then, the other one, well, I guess we got three more, but 
We're gonna because let we, it slide. We, 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 we haven't even mentioned it yet. We did it. We, we did, did it. it. Goal reached. Goal reached. Uh, 15 days late, but we got to 2,000 followers. Thank you very much. And these three people are the three people that yes. we are shouting we, out for our 2,000th follower. Three I, po- I apologize if you were at one point the 2,000th, and then people started unfollowing and then following, and then, hey, what's going on, Jay Silva? But, <laughs> all right. Go- Seriously? Yeah. Seriously. Asshole. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> all right. Now... Now let's get on with it. These are possibly the two number two thousand. Go follow at the Benji Guzman. Guzman. Go follow at Misfit Krista. And don't forget at Stevie Control. Thank you for following. Thank you for helping us uh, reach our goal. Everything that you guys have given us and have done for us is much appreciated. The march to three thousand starts right now, but not before Brandon shoutouts. Brandon, who we shouting out? This is marking out smooth jazz. Brandon Shoutouts gonna make you come. Number one, gotta give it to Mexico. Because I got some killer Lucha Libre masks when I was on vacation. But seriously, 100%, fuck those people who tried to sell me garbage. <laughs> did you get my Every, mask? What was that? Did you get my mask? Yeah, I did. Sweet, which one is it? Uh, Octagon? the hell's an octagon are you kidding well, me well they fight in, in, in the ufc google him, google him you'll know okay <laughs> all right continue with the shout outs i'm sorry every motherfucking second it was either hey mr whiskers or <laughs> hey irish hey but irish mostly, but mostly get ready to laugh at this one hey texas <laughs> why texas let me tell you <laughs> first of all let me just say this one asshole said i have a texas size shirt for you yeah, I like that face for you because fuck that guy. <laughs> I was wearing a rock t-shirt. Very last motherfucking time I do that in Mexico. How dare they confu- confuse the Brahma Bull with the fucking Texas long? Oh, oh. I gotcha. Asshole. Fuck them. <laughs> oh, nice. I like it. It looks like El Generico kind of. Okay, continue. Which is why I got it for you because you kind of got that little... Snippet. Okay. Snippet. <laughs> Next one, gotta give it to X Pac, Road Dog Jesse James, and Badass Billy Gunn. Why? Because with the inclusion of the Four Horsemen in the 2012 Hall of Fame, there's hope for them. Of course, Flair is the only person you said it before to be inducted twice. Maybe that says something. Do hmm? you think DX will be inducted into the Hall of Fame? I don't know. Maybe we're definitely Triple H is a Hall of Famer on his own so far. New Age Outlaws are definitely. Maybe we'll see Shawn Michaels and Triple H again. All right. That's a story for another day, but continue. Who do I shout out here? Flash Funk? Ernest the Cat Miller? No. <laughs> Brodus Clay. Brodus Clay. Brodus Clay. That's right. Somebody called your mama. When I first read about him and I saw the pictures... I was, I was seriously, I was just disappointed. Then I got a chance to see it, and I'm a hundred percent behind this gimmick. I'm, I fucking love it. That was one of my favorite theme musics ever. Seriously, <laughs> Ernest the Cat Miller. I, I don't know if David remembers. I used to fucking sing that shit up and down the wall. If that makes sense. Now, Brandon, here's my question: Do you think Brodus Clay is going to be included in the video game as 
Brodus no, Clay. We've already, we've already seen images of him. It's it's fucking Brodus Clay. Man, Unless they, they want to go back and they could and, always they could always not. add alternate attire. I mean, they're, they're not gonna be doing. That. I mean, shit, they can't. We might we might see his music. I, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? It's probably it's way too late. It's definitely way too late. Unless I, I'm still like I don't know. They said some shit. Shit was said. Where they have some surprises for us. Who knows? They might be just fucking with us. I think Brandon's ready to be shocked. Just shocked fuck. and on? The shock master. Hey, well, our, our server still sucks, so here's some free stuff for you guys. New characters that we didn't that tell right? you about. <sighs> that's your shout-outs, Brandon? Yeah, that's it. Oh, ah, there we go. <laughs> All right, sweet. See, we end up talking so much, and we forget that he already reached his uh, trace. Yeah, right? There we go. And now let's get on to it. It's... Our Mark Out Moment of the Week. The Mark Out Moment of the Week. Yes! And the Mark Out Moment of the Week is brought to you by a certain mania that caught the world by storm and then was just crushed. All hope was defeated last night uh, in Tebow 316 and Tebow Mania. Just kind of caught the world by storm in the past week. Oh, yeah. After that, after the open... But I think the best thing was, I was... I, I, I put it on my Facebook. I'm like, if anybody can find me a Tebow 316 shirt, I would love you forever. What do I see sa- sun, uh, Wednesday morning when I wake up? Barbershop window. Barbershop window makes a Tebow 316 shirt, and I marked out for that. Seriously, I thought it was great. Then he got disappointed because got, he just bought the Sammy Callahan yeah, shirt. Yeah, the, but that shirt's amazing, too. Um, I, Tebow 316 swept the world by storm this week. Yeah. Just to relate, and the, the, I love the fact that a Stone Cold was able to like comment on it, and people like asked him. Yeah. Then even on SportsCenter, they even t- spoke about Wrest- uh, WrestleMania, Hoka Mania. Well, also memorable manias. There was Fernando Mania with the yeah. Dodgers with Fernando Venezuela, and then there Hulk-mania. was Hulk Mania, and they were all like Hulk and like Hulk Hogan brother. Yeah. It was great because all those guys on SportsCenter Marks. are Marks, which is great because Marks. I saw the the, the top ten. The not top 10 they were making relations to Jeff Jarrett being oh, the king they, of the they always make relations to uh, wrestling on that show on it's Sports great. Center but I guess uh, Br- I guess Brady uh, 4510 said I just ruined I just killed Tebow 316 yeah right it's amazing 316 yards then his pass per completions uh, passes per, per completion were 31.6 yards and the TV rating during the fourth quarter was 31.6 it's crazy. God works in mysterious ways. Or, he does. Or at the NFL's rate. And Brady just says, yeah, screw you. Yeah, I married the supermodel. Bam. I'm with Giselle. Bam. Super roasted. But that's our show for this week. Yet again, facebook.com slash out, twitter.com slash out, or at out. You can follow us there. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Biggest thing you can do. I'll say it again. My mom subscribes. My dad subscribes. Rachel's parents subscribe. They just subscribed this week. Like, how do we get this? I'm Beaker like, even subscribes. Yeah, Beaker, the little bird you heard chirping before. That's right. Now he's just staring at me. He's like, what are you He's guys like, damn doing? right, I subscribe. Markingout.com. Help yeah. us out. Yeah, let's say, hey, you want to advertise on the show? You want to, you know... Get uh, a, a shameless plug for the rest of your life of this show. Marking out one at gmail.com. Just make the subject advertising. And we wish the best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a good week. Oh, oh hell no. I fell on your face. I had that the entire show and I just didn't tell you.